This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. I don't know about you, Ian, but I'm going to imagine we're sat at desks alongside each other with a little bit of a table between us, and we're going to be dressed in natty boiler suits for this yes, recording. Yeah, sort of blue dental smocks. And which one of us is going to be the uh, the seasoned uh, professional officer, and which one of us is going to be the slightly sex pest vibe youngster? Well, I thought I would be Grenley because of oh, the age thanks. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no I, was, I thought more, yeah, you know, Forrest is more Saki, isn't he? He is, yes. Which yeah, is you. That's true, yeah. He hasn't got much respect for authority, has he? No, so. no, no, no. Have you got your feet up on your desk yet? Uh, I, I wish I had room on my desk to put my feet up. All right, okay. I've been, I've been sorting out my uh, little recording room stroke, modelling room stroke, junk room, uh, and it's, it's like shifting... Um, piles from one place to another it's hopeless isn't it uh, it's hopeless. yeah because you don't want to get rid of it, it might, no. be, might be handy one day yeah yeah it's all to hand yes yeah. okay well you know just like thania last week um we've discussed yes. this story before uh, rumors have, yes. of death so we're only going to focus on our guest character scenes so again this is might be a bit of a short episode as well um so let, let's go. Let's uh, start with Gren Lee and, and yeah. Forrest. Gren Lee. In... Now, we- weirdly, because when you said it's Gren Lee, and I, for some reason, even though I'd only watched this, I mean, when did we do the other one? It's not. It's, it's like less than a year ago, isn't it, we watched this. Mm. Um, and for some reason, I was stuck um, in my mind that Gren Lee was played by Harry Taub, you know, the, the, mm. the well-known British actor. And I can picture Harry Taub saying Gren Lee's lines in my head. And I sat and watching it, I think, that's not Harry Taub. <laughs> That's a bit odd. Yeah, weird. Yeah, my brain. It's that Mandela effect, isn't it? It's, I guess if so. If we'd have gone to a pub quiz or something, and someone, if it was like one of them really nerdy pub quizzes, and they'd have said, who played Gren Lee in Blake 7? <laughs> I'd have gone, Harry Taub. You would have been all lads. cocky, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been shot down, wouldn't I you? Would have, yes, so. yeah. So here we are. We've got Major Gren Lee. Major. Just yeah. Major, not Space or not Star space Major. Not Space or Star, no. no, no. Proper. And, and, old hmm. school. Yeah, and Forres, we don't know yeah. his rank. Oh, no, no, Wait, he, he, he no, does. No, they do. Is it Lieutenant? Is he? Uh, he I does call They him. do say it, yeah. He does call Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. But they're in this makeshift control room in Serverland's yes. uh, Earth HQ. Maybe we should have stopped them, sir. Stopped them? Councillor Chescu and his wife. Maybe we should have stopped them leaving the surveillance zone. We are supposed to watch everyone. That is the meaning of surveillance, yes, sir. Have you been studying in your spare time, Forrest? Sir? You think it should have stopped them, do you? It is standard procedure. Remember, the High Council is no such thing as standard procedure. The book says... Never mind what the book says, Section Leader. All you have to worry about is what I say, right? Absolutely, sir. Absolutely, Section Leader. And what I say is that if a High Councillor wishes to swing Stark naked through the trees and spit on the surveillance scanners, then swinging Stark naked through the trees, spitting on the surveillance scanners, becomes standard procedure, at least for him or his wife. Now, there's the thought. <laughs> Not one to dwell on, given your present rank. 
One law for the rich, eh, Major? Well, there's no law for the rich, Forrest, and even less for the rich personal friends of the president. Well, they, they, they talk that this building's just been reconstructed, hasn't it? Yes. And it costs the same as a small city would make, which I think the builders are ripping them off because this interior isn't that impressive. It's not, is it? No. I, this is the problem that I've got watching this uh, story again for you, you know yeah. this podcast, is that this is Serverland's main HQ on yes. Earth, yes. okay, and this is the sum total of our security force heads, these two. Yeah. Two, two. Two chances. You wouldn't really trust to guard a car park. You can imagine these on a 24-hour car park sat at the gate, Knowing that they're being paid just to be there, there's no real duty. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't trust these. Why are there so few security guards? Why is there such a poorly laid out? Wouldn't wouldn't Servalan have like she'd have this? You remember we said it should be in a dome, and that would be yes. And she would have this like that, and she would have more. Unless she's just relied on Grenley <laughs> every time she says to him, "Is the security in place? Is it? Is it?" Yes, ma'am. Yes, 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 ma'am, it is. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird because you would think you'd have something like central control for her control bunker sort of thing. But no, we've just got this this reproduction period room with a Federation symbol on the wall and a few TV monitors and these two board guys. Also, later on, we find out that the doors in this residency are just normal modern plywood doors, aren't they? Mm. They break them. Wouldn't you have like a safe room or a... Steel shutters. Serverland's yeah. the sort of person. She's so paranoid. Wouldn't she have like at the press of a button? Boom! She's in an underground bunker. You know, the whole room sort of drops down. Yeah, because you know we know she's paranoid because yeah. in this story when we did Shrinker, we know that there's been a civil war. Yeah. You know where you, you know Shrinker swap sides, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. This mm, this doesn't fit with uh, how it should be. I don't think. No, I think it's a little bit plot plot convenience, isn't it? That. It had they had, even if they'd have had a barrier and someone checking badges at the gate, this whole plot would have collapsed, wouldn't mm. it? Well, I've, I've got a point about that in a minute. But before we get to that bit, what do you think of these outfits? I'm not a great fan. I I was looking at them sort of quite closely this time, and um, I remembered them as being better because uh, cause they're, they're sort of, they look like um, dyed dental smocks or they something do. like that. But when um, when Forrest puts his boots up on the desk, he's got a massive great chunk of the sole, the leather sole missing. So these are obviously just stock boots they've mm-hmm. got out of the, you know, probably rented them from Angels or something like that. They're, they're obviously like East German Army, uh, you know, uh, boots. Mm. But, but yeah, they're in shocking state. Mm. They, again, <coughs> quite... Quite low budget. Mm. That's what I was going to say. It's not only mm. plot convenience. They haven't got much money. No. So they cobbled together these outfits. I think this would have worked a lot better if Grenley was in Provine's outfit. If oh, they yeah. were both you, in the oh, Bell Staffs. Yeah, can you imagine in the Bell Staff sat there? Mm. You know, it would have been a Trooper the... Par moment yeah, again, wouldn't it? it would have been it? really good. Because we, we don't very often see decent Federation troops. Um, and when we do see ones that... Because these are two really interesting characters... I mean, probably more interesting than a lot else that's going on. I know this is a very favourite episode. I have my issues with it, as we discussed last time. Mm. But these, especially Gwen Lee, he's a brilliant character. 
Mm. It's it's very much you know he is um, like old Leyland, isn't he? He yeah. he's seen it all, he's done it all. He's a bit tired and washed out by everything. Whereas you've got this young whippersnapper um, uh, who still has all the energy of youth and everything. Yeah, and it, there's a brilliant scene very early on where, and it, it's really clever writing um, that sums up and you get his character. So he's he's berating uh, Fares for being flippant. Hmm. He's telling him that in this man's army in the old days, right? so you know he's a, a seasoned officer. And then at the very end, he makes that little joke. So mm. it tells you, okay, he's not the the sort of stuck-up sticky beak no. that he's he's pretending to be. And and Forrest sort of smiles at him, and it, there's some camaraderie. It's really good, right? This is almost a Robert Holmes double act, yes. isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, yeah, definitely. You know, it, but it's of course, it's Chris Boucher, isn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, this is very much a Robert Holmes style yeah, of you uh, could, duo. Yeah, you can imagine this being Robert Holmes written this script. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this first time we see them, Forrest is saying that they should have uh, stopped, you know, Councillor Chescu and his yeah. wife from going out of the perimeter. But Grenley disagrees. He, he, he knows his place, basically. He says, yes. you know, if the councillor wants to, you know, swing from the trees, da, 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 start naked, we let them, blah, 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 yeah. and all like that. And Forrest says they are only civilians, so... And uh, that though, and he like puts his feet on the on the chair, and you know, Grenley yeah. says, "Do you want to join them?" And he puts his feet down. This is my point that I was going to raise. Is we we have this sometimes uh, when we do our, our our show in that what seems quite a minor character, if you think about it, actually plays a pivotal role in the story of Blake Seven because Forrest, right? Yeah. Could he have been the hero here? Because if he had convinced Grenley to stop them, Anna Grant's plan would totally fail. If she couldn't go out of the perimeter to meet her rebel comrades, that whole plan fails, wouldn't it? Yeah, it. I mean, I, it, her plan is is flawed anyway. Because as we as we said last time, there's not a big enough gap between this ploy and them attacking the mm. residency to make the ploy of any importance or usefulness it's not like they say we'll we'll you know we, there's a force barrier around the house and we'll lower the barrier because mm. these are that would have made more perhaps it was and they didn't have money to do a force <laughs> barrier you know, couldn't afford a torch um so yeah it doesn't really make sense in that regard but yeah th- i love this where you're right that pivotal moments in history and this is this is true in real life isn't it that the the actions of one person or the inactions of one person can change the world mm, mm. And, and yeah how, we get this a few times but the, yeah this is a good example where had had this is a this is a admiral kirk mr savick from star trek 2 moment isn't it where savick is the eager young by the book we should be following this a bit like forest at the beginning yeah that's a very and, good comparison yeah, and she yeah. says you know she says uh, we should raise shields when we're approaching a, an unknown ship and kirk seasoned one knows better than that and it causes everything in like three films worth. If yeah. if Kirk had just gone, good point, Savick, going a bit mental in my old age, switch the shields on. That's the end of the film, isn't it? Yeah. That's they've won. And yeah. this is the same. If Forrest would have just convinced Grenley, or Grenley perhaps hadn't been quite so jaded. Mm. You know, but yeah, it's it's I, I, I like this. I, I yeah. love this sort of stuff. I think it would have still played out because Anna Grant would have just yeah. been stuck in the house. Avon yeah. would still arrive, although Serverland won't be chained up in a cellar yeah. when he I, arrives. Yeah, and I think Anna Grant would have found another way to do it because she's already she'll be in the house, won't she? She's in yes. there. She's there's no no one suspecting her. She's only got to get a couple of the guys in. 
yeah. you know, the guards, which I'm sure they could do because they're wearing exactly the same uniform. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, but it's it, trouble with the civil war, and it? it's very hard to tell people apart. Well, we 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 notice it also later on um, on the attack on the house where you have got this mix of Federation guards. Some have got halos yeah. and some haven't. You know, and also you know full well if they weren't wearing helmets, there's only about four stuntmen. They're, they're That's shooting true. each other. I bet there's a scene where the, the same stuntman shoots himself. Stuart Fell is shooting himself. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like this opening scene. It sets out their their characters, yeah. um, and we got this nice banter about you know my mother cried when I left. Um, yeah, I art, had her money. Yeah, you superb, see. yeah. yeah very uh, Baben that line. Yeah, very Baben tells you everything you need to know about the characters. Though. This is this is um, this is very sort of economic but professional writing. Mm. You don't need lengthy scenes of someone professing stuff. A couple of people say a couple of lines to each other. You know everything you need to yep. know about those characters, yep. Yep. and you start to care for them. We said that last week, didn't we? we did, uh, yeah. On the Tharnia episode as well. Exactly the same yeah. thing. It's, it's just because they lose. This is sort of. The, I was thinking about this. It's like this is what they lose by season four. Mm. We rare. I mean, like the 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 as scripted Gunsar is a crap character, but it's the actor bringing that to life. Mm. And but this is so well scripted. I'm not. I mean, anyone could have really played these parts. I think the two actors are really good. Mm. Um, but. It's so well scripted. Mm, mm. All right. Well, we've got to fast forward to the sabotage of the surveillance systems. Yes. Well, everything's out in that section, sir. Visual, audio, electromagnetic, they're all out. Breakdown or sabotage? Well, what is it, Forrest? Not sure, sir. Being sure is what you pay for, Forrest. Would you rather be back on foot patrol? Breakdown. I'd say it was a breakdown, sir. All the equipment hasn't been fully tested yet. Why sabotage a small section like that anyway? Go, Commander. Major Grenley here. Yes, Major. Get a squad out to section... 6-1 Delta Zero. 6-1 Delta Zero. We have a surveillance malfunction. I want to know why. Right, sir. And Guard Commander? Sir. At the double and alert. Naturally, sir. Naturally, sir. I only wish it was. Are all the others clear? All functioning normally. It's just that one. Shall I seal the perimeter? No. Standard operating procedure, sir. I don't give a damn if it's holy writ. You don't seal the perimeter on the day the president's giving the first official reception in her new residence. Not unless you'd like to explain to her that the guests couldn't get through because we had a faulty microcircuit. There are worse things than foot patrol, sir. Well, there are indeed, section leader. And if we interfere with that reception, we'll get to know most of them intimately. Um, and again, this all falls down to Forrest because he had to choose, because Grenley says, what do you think, sabotage or a, a natural fault? Um, what if he had actually said, yeah, it's sabotage, and they had yeah. sealed the perimeter, okay? Well, if, if that had, had happened, Anna Grant would be outside the perimeter now, yeah. wouldn't she? If he'd have been stood up when they decided that, he would have pressed the button to seal the perimeter. Because it's li- you're literally talking about one second difference between when he's going he's gonna to set the alarms off mm. and the broadcast starts to come through to say all well, rats or whatever it is. I don't it's know a, squirrel. It's a, a squirrel. I think it's a squirrel, yeah. It's chewed through the thing. So, again, the universe turns on tiny events. That squirrel. You know? Yeah, because at that point, the bit with the squirrel where you've got the, the, the fake troop holding the squirrel yeah. up and everything, Forrest is jumpy. He, he, he yeah. He's like, they've been gone too long. We should, you, you, you know, go to red alert now. Yeah, he's still... He's still fresh enough from training to realise that 
this isn't normal. Mm. Whereas I think Gren Lee is a bit more willing to... Gren Lee probably realises the paperwork that's involved if you do press that alarm. I think he's more yeah. fearful of the bollocking that he'll yes, get, yeah. you know? Yes. Um, because the next time we see them, they're breaking the news to Serverland that Chescu and wife have taken the air. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he is. I mean, you know, he's nervous. He's talking to Serverland. Um, and Gren Lee says he had no authority to stop them. Um, and we get this line all the way through, don't we, about these some days are better than others. Yes, yeah, um, it's a sort of a run-in, a run-in, uh, not, well, not a run-in joke, but a run-in theme, isn't it? Mm, mm. They keep saying to each other, some days are better than others. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, they contact the squad, which of course is now the rebels in disguise, yeah. and, and tell them to bring in Chescu and his wife, and uh, off they trot, uh, watched by the pair. Here they come. Yes? Councillor Chesco's on his way, ma'am. Very well. I'll say he is. Look, he's starting to run. <laughs> Go on, Councillor. It's a race. Come on, Councillor. You can do better than that. If it wasn't free, you'd pay to see it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Look at him go. Uh, dignity, Councillor, at all costs, dignity. My money's on the woman. Yeah. Look at that movement. <laughs> I had a feeling she'd be athletic. Every part of moving part. It's all right, Fires. Back to work while you can still see. <laughs> Sir? We're under attack! <laughs> And they think this is all very funny for some reason. Yeah, they, they, they're having a right old laugh. I think this relief, isn't it? They're, because they were starting to think, oh, God, something's going, gone wrong. And oh, I suppose they, so. So I think it's a bit of, of relief. So they go a bit overboard. Um, because it's not that funny, is it? It's no, not that no. funny seeing them run. For, Forrest is young. He is a bit smutty, isn't he? Yes. He's saying about, he is, oh, yeah, I, knew, yeah, he's a bit... I knew she'd be athletic. And all yeah. like this. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a creep, isn't he? He is a bit, his, bit his, creepy. His character comes out. Yeah. Can I also say, talking about Forrest, that is not military, uh, that's not a military haircut at all. You no, shouldn't have oh, hair God, like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the act, I mean, the actor's very famous now for being bald, isn't he? He's, he's, he is. You know, he's, and he, he, he looks so wrong with hair. Yeah. Um, you're watching it and going, why have you, what? Your hair is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's very, um, it reminded me very much of Brian Crouch's Travis hairstyle. Yes. When it gets yeah. a bit like, yeah, and it's like, Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. Too um, much silver crin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all down to Forrest again because, yeah. you know, they, they're, they're watching the race, they move away. And if Forrest hadn't looked at that monitor at that moment, he wouldn't have seen that the rebels were now yeah. attacking. You know? I, don't, I still don't understand why they attack so quickly on the back of this. At least get your men in. Yes. You know, get that first party in before you. I mean, it, it, I know it's, a, it's they've only got forty-five minutes episode to fill, but uh, it does make a lot of sense. It's um, interesting as well that they they watch the the fake Chescu run past the camera, hmm. and they don't. I mean, we can see it's not the same actor, but no. they don't. So it's like how. Have they seen? Have they seen Chescu? Yeah, that standing doesn't yeah. look anything like him. No. He looks like a boxer or something. Yeah, it's, it, I don't get why they thought. Unless, like, say they hadn't seen Chescu, but again, that's just such lack of security. Mm, mm. Um, and yeah, then we've got this firefight outside this uh, this yeah. 
this manor house, haven't we? Nice bit of excitement, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, blah, 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 what I've got next? Um, oh, yes, of course. The, I was going to say, is this the uh, largest firefight body count people getting shot since the way back? Do you reckon? Because we don't very often see this many no, that's troopers, true. do we? That's true. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, and it might be. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, but yeah, that it is. It is a bit confusing. You've got troopers firing at troopers yeah. and stuff. But uh, and during this. They're both gunned down, aren't they? The, 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 yes, their yeah. plywood door is kicked in, and uh, both gunned down uh, by Anna's men. Uh, Frizz yeah. is killed outright, while Grenley is badly wounded. Again, makes me wonder what these guns fire. Because um, it must be something that, like, you know, scrambles you insides or something, you know, like almost a sonic or something like that. Because you don't, it doesn't damage clothing. That's and true. And you never see wounds or they did in the first episodes didn't you have a little flash of flame yeah you had during that massacre in the way back you had had a bit of flash powder or flash paper go off in your in your pocket um but this they don't because they they shot chescu and he just fell over and then they shoot these two and it's like well you don't see any i know it's a you know but they could have done something do you see blood because shortly grenley sort of like puts his hand to his wound and tarrant says yes yes major you've been shot or something I like don't that. Think, I don't remember I don't think you see blood. blood. No. No, no. Um, yeah, he's badly injured, but he he, yeah. he he has the sense to, like, crawl off and, yes. and hide behind a screen or something. Um, yeah, he uh, his survival instinct kicks in, doesn't it? And he yeah. goes off. Hmm. Because he does come out of hiding, and, and he yeah. con- contacts Command HQ and says... Uh, you know, that they need trouble and the place yeah. is under attack. And the last time we see him is when Avon and Tarrant find him. Hey, wake up. Where is Savannah? Where is Savannah? Easy, man, you'll kill him. Major. Major, where are they holding the president? I think... If we help you, can you show us where? Thank you. Yes, Major, you're dying, but that's what you're paid for. Now, the president's life is at stake. Can you take us to her? Well, try. Good man. Take his other arm. Section leader. Yes. Which, again, is a lovely, it's a really good talent scene. Mm. Where ta- we don't very often get sort of reminded that Tarrant used to be an officer in any meaningful way and this is he knows exactly what to say and he knows exactly how to handle it whereas Avon useless he's, yeah. just, he's basically just shaking the bloke isn't he? yeah and Tarrant also knows that he's a major there's something about yeah. that yeah. uniform yeah, even though it looked the same as Forrest there must be yeah. a pin there or something because he says yes major you're dying yeah. but that's what you're paid for take his other yeah. arm section leader so that's section leader Avon you know <laughs> yes. yes yeah I like that just put Avon on his place yeah and they drag him down to the cellar yes um and avon dumps him doesn't he and uh and you know tarrant tries you know berating him for it and he's like shut up and let me get on with what i'm meant to do and that's it that's the yeah. end of him goodbye you... grenley goodbye grenley it's uh not a uh a noble way to go out at all no he um his last day on the planet was a fairly um uh, balls up one it was <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know if they deserve it. I mean, they're, they're, they're not very... I would have liked to have seen them survive. Because this always annoys me a bit in... in well, not just Blake something, but lots of programs. So they, they build up these little minor characters. And they're only doing their job. Mm. They're not, they've not been particularly evil to anyone. Or any, and then they're just gunned down without a second thought. Mm. Mm. Whereas Gan, 
rapey gang, <laughs> you know, we're meant to feel sorry for him. Yes, yes. Mm. As opposed to laughing like we did. Mm. All right. Okay, right. Uh, so that's it. That's uh, that, that fella out the way. I told you this is going to be a short one this week. Quick. So uh, Wow. Um, the, cat, the cat hasn't even had a chance to uh, settle down and have a purr. Is she on you yet? Or Yeah, she's right, on she, my lap She's now. on you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, right, behind the scenes. Um, there is a piece of... Uh, Dialogue missing from the very first Grenly scene. Ooh. Okay, it's it, missing as in it's in the script or they filmed it's it. It's in the script, but I don't or? know if they filmed it and they cut it out. Okay, um, because right at the end of that first Grenly scene, Forrest wonders why thousands of men are willing to die for Serverland. All right, yeah, and I've got it written down here. This is this is uh, what Grenly says. This is Grenly. He says, do, "Are you going to do it in the accent?" Uh, no. No, <laughs> I'm sparing the listener that. Um, every man needs something to believe in, Forrest. There are no exceptions to that. It's a universal rule, okay? And Forrest says, if you say so, sir. And he and Grenley comes back with, I do say so. Just be grateful you join the service and you don't have to worry about what to believe in. It's all laid out for you. Forrest then oh, says, yeah. oh, I, I am grateful, sir. And Grenley says, I mean it. Some men have to find their own faith. And Forrest says, tough. And Grenley says, it can be section leader. Oh, there you go. He was a section leader. Section leader. It can be section leader. There's only one thing more dangerous than a man looking for something to believe in. And that's a man who thinks he's found something. And then straight after that, we go to Avon. The inference being that is a dangerous man. What a shame. That's a superb little sequence. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they could have cut out some of that running about in the... The shooty bits. The shooty bits, yeah. Yeah, just for oh. a few more seconds of that, you know? Yeah. That would have been that's nice, brilliant. wouldn't it? Yeah. And it, it, that just, again, that's the bits I love where it's like building up the world. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. What a shame. Now, this Rumours of Death has an audio commentary on it, all right? right. And so I watched the Grenley bits listening to that. And in that first scene with Grenley and Forrest... Chris Boucher is one of the people on the audio commentary, and he reckons that both actors were uncomfortable doing this scene. Because he says, Mm. why else does one have an American accent and the other one goes way over the top? I wouldn't say he's over the top. I don't think he was over the top. He's just being youthful. Yeah, so does he? So was he, when you say they were uncomfortable in the scene, was that the scene that was cut or the actual. The stuff that's in the episode. He thinks that he, Chris Boucher himself, he thinks he must have screwed up the dialogue somehow, which made them feel Mm. uncomfortable. And that is the explanation why one adopts an American accent and one goes over the top, as he says. Now, he is being very unfair to himself. I think he's being hugely unfair to himself. Because, I mean, I I don't, compared to a lot of performances, I don't think that... uh, uh, Forrest is over the top. I think, like you say, he's just, he's doing a Cockney wide boy, and mm. he's doing that sort of a youthful, sort of gabby bloke down the pub sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the American accent, I, I mean, it's this is this is probably why I thought it was um, Harry Tal because he does a, a shocking American accent as well. But this is just standard. I mean, we all, we always moan when we have Americans doing British accents that are terrible in programs, but this is the equivalent, isn't it? This Americans must listen to when we do a, a an American accent and cringe. Except for House, for some reason they seem to think that's <laughs> that's believable. Whereas we listen to that and go, Dear it's God, funny you should that. say that because I was at my mum's this morning and on TV the the girls were watching Stuart Little and you had old um, yeah. Hugh Laurie, um, yes, and I said to the girls that is a bad American accent. Yeah, you know, awful. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why um, the actor, the, the actor, Gren Lee's actor, Donald Douglas, um, is actually yeah. Scottish. I don't know why he chose to do an American accent. It's rare in, in we've said before, yeah. haven't we, in Blake 7 to actually have an American accent. And this guy is yeah, an we, American. We theorise that all other nationalities have got wiped yes, out. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Just the British left arguing about Brexit. Um the yeah, I wonder what whose decision that was. It couldn't have been the actor's decision. Maybe Surely it's the director. the director or someone would have a. Scene. But why is it? Did, did, did they think you can't nice, have Scottish yeah. people in the future? Yeah, but I, I think it's quite nice that it sort of shows that this because it's meant to be the unified Earth, isn't it? Yes. And like you say, we never get anyone else. So I think it's quite nice. It's it is a strange if the, if it wasn't if the producer and the writer didn't suggest it that is a weird mm. thing i don't mind it I, i've listened to a couple of big finish blake sevens oh, where you've right. got a cockney guy and you've yeah. got a welsh guy and that is slightly jarring you know i know we had that welsh guy in yeah. um ultra world or no no the tharn episode you know um yeah. Yeah, yeah you know but it seems a bit odd to have Strong English, oh, sorry, British yes. accents in Blake Seven. I think it's because we're so used to the received pronunciation yes. of this era. Yes, isn't that's it? what it is. You know, you, totally what it you is. You didn't get, yeah, you didn't really get the only time you got accent, right? I, this morning I was watching uh, The Green Death, Doctor Who, and that goes so fake. You Welsh. can't get more Welsh than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, every other word is boil. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh dear. Um, but yeah, you don't, unless there's a reason for it, you generally don't. Now, now of course. You have to have diversity, mm. don't you? In the the, you know, which is you know, good thing or bad thing. You, you, anyone can have their view on it, but it does mean that we're now used to to lots and lots of different accents in programs. Mm. Um, but back then, yeah, certainly it was very unusual. What was the phrase? BBC English or something, wasn't it? It's, I can't remember what the phrase was. Where you have this? Yeah, well, they they called it either estuary est estuary English received pronunciation or like yeah BBC yes. English. But it was it was designed to be uh, neutral. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so it's sort of it's not it's not from any region. You won't find this, you know, unless I suppose um, probably Buckingham Palace. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not an actual region. I imagine if Americans come over expecting to, you know, where can we go to listen to people with this accent? Yeah, you're not going to find. I that. always uh, smile. You say about the Green Death on on the Blake Seven D. Oh, sorry, the Doctor Who DVDs where you have the. The, the the little trailers for and on Saturday on BBC One da da and it is that accent isn't it it is that yes. that that very yeah. pronounced neutral English accent yeah, yeah. and there was I mean there was a really good reason for it um, that that they wanted it to be understandable by the widest mm. sort of uh, uh, viewership and that's not only in this country but you know we the BBC at the time was selling to Commonwealth yes. countries and that you know, um, sometimes to America. Um, but uh, it was, the, and if you, if you sort of did any sort of language course or you, you know, this is, this is the English that was taught mm. the, you know, very neutral inflection, mm. very almost monotone. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is weird to hear an accent. Yes. It's nice. I think it's nice. It's a nice little thing, but it's just a shame it's such a bad American. Yeah, it's, it's like you were saying earlier. We are so used to now in Blake 7 to have that. It, it yes. In a modern Blake 7, if you didn't, that it would, would yeah, yeah. It, it would be. Because you, you would have, the crew would be all 
I mean, you'd have a mix of uh, ethnic yep. uh, backgrounds and regional, yeah, yeah, and regional, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, if any, if if any of our American uh, listeners or our American listener, <laughs> I should say, um, is this a believable accent? Did you go? Oh, he's from blah blah blah. See, I didn't <laughs> know. I, yeah. I I I I didn't mind it. I didn't really notice yeah. it. I didn't think, oh, that's a fake one because I don't yeah. know I just, him from yeah. anything else. Don, Donald Douglas. No, I no, I just imagined it was um, he was Canadian because mm. it's all it's that it's got that inflection where if someone if a Canadian tries to do an American accent as well, you get that sing songiness. Yes. Uh, perhaps I suppose, and you know, perhaps it's the Scottish is. Yeah, he's done it very well, I think, because yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he was born in Falkirk, in Scotland. In uh... it, it reminds me of um, one of my favourite Doctor Who stories, Tomb of the Cybermen, where you've got uh, various actors doing American (laughs) accents, variously. Yes, variously, and it's that's it's a very similar sort of. You can, as a viewer at the time, they would go, "Oh, he's, he, that's American," but it's no, not. not again, it's not from no, anywhere. No, 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 no. It's a generic one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, as I say, I don't know this Donald Douglas from anything other than than this. I, yeah, I, I, I recognise him. I've seen him in other stuff, but like I say, for some reason, my brain has has cut his face out and put Harry Taub's face over him so I don't poor actor I, I'm, you know, if he's still alive and ever listens no no him, I think he I'm is still alive um, because he was in a film only like two years ago and I'll tell you about that in oh, a sec yeah. but apparently before he was in this he was quite well known in the original BBC version of Poldark he, oh, he right, was in right. Poldark okay uh, but yeah he's known mainly today for playing Colin Firth's dad in the Bridget Jones films he's been in every Bridget Jones oh, film oh yes yeah. I've never seen. I haven't seen one second of oh, a yeah, Brit- yeah. Now there's a terrible uh, British accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, woo. yeah. So, so you most probably might have recognised him from that then. Yeah, that's probably where. Yeah, because yeah, I I can picture him now. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's that's the fella. That's Major yeah. Green Lee. No, he is still alive. He he lives in France now. He lives uh, near yeah. Toulouse, and one of his neighbours is Robin Ellis, who appeared with him in yeah. Poldark as well. You're off to France soon. You could go. I could. Well, I'm not that. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm south of France, but not over that bit. I'm over the other bit. But, um, yeah. Well, I could do, couldn't I? Go and knock on his door. Yes. And then knock on his door and say, Excuse me, are you. uh, What was his name? Donald Douglas. Donald Douglas. Did did you do a Doctor Who? Did you do a Blake Sunderland? And if he goes, Yes. Go, Why (laughs) did you do an American accent? (laughs) Yes. If. You fool! I might see him. He might be. He might be. You know, yeah. shopping in Marseille. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Might, yeah. All right. His, his genre tally is uh, quite okay-ish. Uh, genre tally of nine. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's not bad. I bet. It's, is it going to be all Avengers? Later? There is Avengers. Yes. 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 That ITC yes. face. <laughs> um, so here we go. Out of this world is his first. Um, right. Is his first one, um, and then something called Witchwood. 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 Oh. Don't no, I've never heard of it before. It's a 1964 TV film about witchcraft in the New World. Oh, I thought it might have been a BBC show about like which wood, i.e., which wood, which which is best which for carving trees is best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Next, to the Avengers. Um, yeah, everyone's been in Avengers. Indeed. Um, and then Doctor Who. I don't remember him in this. Oh, go on. Which Doctor Who? Sontaran experiment. Was he one of the um, astronauts? Yes, yes. yeah, Vural or oh, Vural. That's where I know. Has he got a beard yeah, or good. something? 
in that. They, well, they've all got stubble they've all got on beards, and, and, haven't they? And stuck on wispy beards, yeah, like that BBC. Yeah, you've not shaved for three days. Beard. Yeah, I like that story, um, but I haven't yeah. watched it for ages. Oh, yeah, I do like it. Great spacesuits. They got. have, haven't they? Excellent spacesuits. And um, someone's just recently found out that the uh, the the Santaran robot, mm. the terrible yes. laughable robot, is actually a, a computer console from one of Troughton's stories upside down. No way. So that's I love that when they yeah. find links to props that no one's just noticed. bung it on a yeah. trolley. Yeah, bung it on a trolley, paint it silver. Wee, wow. robot. I'm, I'm going to have to watch that and see if he's got an American yeah, accent. I, now... Well, now I can picture them. No, they got South Africa. Oh, accent, of course so they have. Yes, because South in that African story, accents, South, yeah. South Africa survived the the. Ho- yes. Well, they went off to be the colonies, yes. didn't they? They went off to be because they, you know, they were they were off wilderness. Yes. Yeah. That's that was awful. I thought he was back to yeah. Welsh then. Yeah. Wow. Well, yes. No, that's that was South African. Yeah. Is it? All right. If we go through, I might eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, straight after that, he did uh, Blake Seven. Yeah. Don't try an American. Yeah. Um, and and then he was in Goldeneye, but uh, the Goldeneye, the TV biopic of Ian Fleming. Oh, remember right. that one? Okay. I was going to say I don't remember him in the no. film, but he might have been a Russian yeah. officer. Uh, next, he was in Highlander Endgame. No. Uh, I watched the first yeah, one. I've seen the first yeah. one. Yeah, I've no, not seen no, any of the no. others or no. the TV show. Then he was in that uh, TV miniseries called The Infinite Worlds of H.G. Wells. Oh right, yeah. yeah, that was a disappointment. Uh, and then the last genre thing he was in it was From Hell. Uh, oh, the, um, the Johnny the Depp thing, Jack yeah. Thing. Oh, who did uh, he play? A hospital doctor in that. Oh. Okay, so that's his nine. Okay, which gives him a who tally of one and a bond tally. Oh, yeah, I thought we'd give him a bond tally of one because it is bond, isn't yeah. it? You know, it yeah, is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but he's also got an EastEnders tally. We do an EastEnders tally mm. now, don't we? And we and do. We've yes. seen it three times as Hugh Atkin. All right. What era are we talking about? I have no idea. I didn't look into it that far. Um, Any EastEnders fans? Yeah, who is... Did he ever meet Brian Crouch in the pub? Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We can't do Was It Worth It on on a small character like this. In a way, it was worth it because... Well, it was a terrible day for him, but... Well, actually, it wasn't wasn't worth it. If he had agreed with Forrest and, and set the alarms off, he might have survived. Yes. Yeah, if he'd have if he'd have been a bit better at his job, mm. you know, might have been better mm. for him. So that's it. That's um, old Gren Lee over and done with. Mm. Short and sweet, that short one. Short and sweet. Next week's episode isn't going to be short and sweet because we've got a lot to say next time, haven't we? Oh, no. Yes, because it had to happen. We've put it off long enough. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be going to animals. And uh, actually, we could review it just in one word. <laughs> we could. We one single four-letter word. No, I don't know. There's longer words we could use, but it's still singular true, words. Yeah. yeah. No, we're going to discuss yeah. Justin. Justin. We- Justin. Time for us to not have. Uh, I've already watched it. Though, you so have. I uh, see. I've had a few weeks to get over it. You're going to. That's be what fresh. I was just about to say. We should have done that this week because at least I've got a, a week in the south of France to uh, recover that's from true. it. <laughs> I mean, that's possibly the only thing that will take the bad taste out. Because I did think about this. Yeah, I'm nice going to be in the south of France, and I'm coming back almost immediately to record yeah. Justin. You know. So you're going to you're going to be not only have the post holiday blues. You're back to dreary old uh, Blighty, yeah. and you've got to. I've watch got to watch animals. animals. Oh, Gordon Bennett. 
Oh, wow. And they, don't let it ever be said we don't suffer from Yeah, this. listener, I hope you appreciate this. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. All right. Well, join us next time, folks. Uh, next time you speak to us, it's going to be a couple of weeks later for me and Ian, and holiday will be it's out of the way yes. and everything. And yes, it, I'm sure it's going to be an adjective heavy uh, episode. Yes, I think there'll be a lot of uh, sighing and. <sighs> yes. Yes. Type noises All on right. the soundtrack. You'll have you'll have a lot of editing. It <laughs> might well be. All right. All right. Join us, everyone, for that next time. See you on the other side of the holiday, Ian. All right. Nice one. Bye. Thanks, bye. Bye. Bye.